0: Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be, but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to The James Dentley Show with Dr. James Dentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Dentley.
1: Welcome to The James Dentley Show, where we don't think outside the box because there is no box today i'm here with a very special guest mr john shinn and i want to say thank you first of all to john and arlene for welcoming us in their studio that's right in their home it's absolutely gorgeous it's a uh, first class and it's an honored to be here so i want to say john first of all welcome to the show hey absolutely super honored man i'm excited well great man well thank you for opening up your home to us so i want to dive right into it let's do it you know because i've got a chance to to watch you to meet you to work with you and You and your wife have been very gracious to come support us in the things that we're doing, and now we're doing some things together. First of all, you've been written up in Forbes magazine... Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, you are the executive producer for "Think and Grow Rich" the movie. Yes, you just finished the "Think and Grow Rich" for Asians, mm-hmm. right? The Asian choice, and you're doing so many things in the financial world, helping bring a message of hope, inspiration, but education. That's right to the marketplace and getting people ready for this disruptive economy that we're moving into. Well said. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you share with everybody a little bit about your story? Who is John and Arlene
2: Shin? Wow, you know. Uh, there's so much to, sh- to say, you know, but I think I-, I-, I wanted to just say that I think, you know, my parents who immigrated to this country, uh, you know, 40 plus years ago really came here with a purpose. Yes. And that purpose, you know, people ask today, is the American dream still alive? Is it still achievable? Is it still real? And I, and I really do believe it is, you know, it's still achievable. It is real and it still lives today. And so, yeah, I mean, we, uh, my parents were very conservative parents and said, you know, you have to become a doctor or a lawyer. And so, like many traditional, old-fashioned parents, you know, they want to get their kids to get an education. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I do believe in education. You know, it's just a matter you know, one of the questions people say is, you know, should somebody go to college? You know, should the children today go to college? And the answer is... It depends on what they're going to study, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to become a doctor, okay, I I would tell you, or a surgeon, I would definitely tell you to go to college because I Mm -hmm. certainly don't want you to be a physician or a surgeon who uh, went to YouTube University and learned that. But if if you're just wanting to make some money and to start a business, I don't think it's required to go to college, you know, and Mm -hmm. get a formal education just for that. But anyway, my parents said it was not even about the money. Our parents was getting an education and helping people at the end of the day. That's what it was all yes. about, you know? And, and I said, sounds great. And so it says, this is why you have to be a doctor, because mm-hmm. doctor, you're gonna save lives, okay? If you become a lawyer, you're gonna help people to understand the, the, their rights, right? Because the world is just full of hatred and people wanna violate people's rights. And, mm-hmm. and so you have to know the law of this land so that we know what our rights are in this country. And I said, sounds great. And I hated school, but uh, I went to law school, you know, and okay. uh, I graduated and I thought that's what I was going to do. And then the, the best thing that ever happened to me, and you always wonder, like, you know, there's certain th- certain things that you, you wonder why it comes before you. And, and a good, a mutual friend of ours, a good friend of ours named Dr. Greg Reed mm-hmm. uh, said, you know, sometimes you, you, he said, um you know, things that you want come in a different package. It may not come in the package you asked for, Mm. but it comes in a different package, you know? And so I always wonder, what am I going to law school for? You know, even though I don't think I want to practice, what am I going? And that's actually where I met my wife, you know? And so through that adversity of going through law school is where I met the greatest, you know, asset, gem, jewel, partnership, love, I mean, all that. Uh, in one package which is my wife and I met her in law school and then of course my wife Mm -hmm. is the one who uh, basically says to me we got to own a business you know we need to start a business because what we're doing right now and the lifestyle that I think you and I both want to live is not going to be acquired through our our occupation and so I said great well what do you think and so she's you know, it's amazing. She, it's like she, she came up with all these different opportunities, got into real estate, restaurants. I mean, you name it. I mean, she thought about it. Uh, network marketing and all that. I mean, she, you name it, she yeah. wanted to get involved. And it's amazing that uh, people don't want to get involved in certain kinds of businesses, wow. yet that could be the opportunity. Right? Like, so help me make a million dollars. I want to make six figures. And here's someone knocking at the door saying, I got this opportunity for you, not for me. You know, I got to go make 150, but that opportunity could be the one exactly. right to provide you that opportunity. You know, and it's amazing how not how many people are not open-minded. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will confess I was one of those people, right? Mm-hmm. That I was not very open-minded. And so and that's just because of the way I was programmed, right? Because mm-hmm. my parents said, go to college and get a degree. And it's not like my parents were bad. It's just that's the way they were educated and trained themselves. So anyway, long story short, we, we got into business together. We started up a, a business in 1994. And yeah, that's when she started the company, and then I got involved a year later because I saw proof in the pudding, you know, or uh, yeah, proof, proof in the pudding, right? Proof the pudding. Yeah, proof yeah. in the pudding. And by 1995, we, we we started working together. And I and I'll tell you what, I, you know, for me, it wasn't just about the money. It was just also the fact that I was able to spend the quality of time with my wife. In a common goal you know what I mean and I I just can't imagine you know not being with my wife for eight hours from nine to five yeah you know and you're totally separated two different places doing two different things and here we are we get to have breakfast together we get lunch together we so we we collaborate together and so it was just an awesome uh, experience and then our business just started rocking you know we grew and we grew and we grew and before we knew it we were making six figures uh, within, a, you know, the first two years. We're, we're making money, and then we started making six figures a, a month, wow. and then, you know, just it just started happening, and, you know, and then we were kind of wondering, how long is this going to last? Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to save our money, and so we lived very frugally for a long time where we saved, 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 and we had millions of dollars, and we still didn't even go buy a house yet. We're, like, still renting a home, you know <laughs> yes. what I mean? And so... But uh, it's and crazy how everything you know, turns out the way it does and then we finally had an opportunity where you know, we had a chance to make the movie. You know, as you said, and we made the book, and now we've been tra- we've been getting booked almost every weekend to speak all over the country and all over the world, in fact, uh, about yes. our message and what Napoleon Hill did in 1937, publishing this book called Thinking, Grow Rich. Yes. So I'm just absolutely honored that I have been given this opportunity by the Napoleon Hill Foundation. I want to thank Don Green, mm-hmm. who has given me this opportunity, and and so many people who are. Uh, such uh, uh, strong supporters of the foundation and of Napoleon Hill's work who have said, what can I do to help you, John? And it's like, Mm -hmm. no one ever calls me and says, John, in order for me to help you, right, uh, you need to pay me this dollar amount. I mean, people have been so generous to say, John, we want to help you. We want to help you. We want to help you. And I just, you know, I'm just so grateful that there's so many people out there that want to be, you know, helpful. You've been helpful. I mean, in so many different ways and you've impacted my life, you know, and so, uh, being on this show is such an incredibly honor to to be with you today. Mm-hmm. So thank you. But here we are. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. You know, I want to go a little bit deeper into thinking, grow rich, to philosophy and. Why you're so passionate today about and putting a team of, of world-class speakers together mm-hmm. to travel the world. Yes. And not just travel the world and provide that education that support, the mentorship, mm-hmm. but I also see a vision within you that would be bringing people around the world together. Yes. But before I go there, I mm-hmm. have to say this. Mm-hmm. I believe it begins with family. Yes. And I just got a chance to uh, have lunch with yourself and your incredible family. Mm-hmm. Your daughter just went back off to college. Yes. Your kids are absolutely incredible human beings. Um, I want you to just share with us a little bit about, and I just want to hear this story. Mm-hmm. How did you and Arlene meet? How did that all transpire? How did that take place?
2: Well, so yeah, uh, we, were, so we were actually, uh, a friend of mine actually mm-hmm. said to me, uh, hey John, uh, there's this girl in my, in my law school class mm-hmm. and she's Asian. And I want you to come and meet her. And I'm thinking, well, why? So, so he would be able to use me as a connection to her, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's kind of funny that people think that if you're Asian, you know what Asian ethnicity they are, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look at Asian people and I don't even know, right? I don't know if they're Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Yeah. You can't tell anymore in this day and age. The only way you really are going to know possibly is by learning their last name, you know, because if it's one syllable, Shen, Lee, Kim, Chung, you know, they're Korean, right? If it's multiple syllables, chances are they're either Japanese or from Thailand, right? Yamaguchi, right, (laughs) you know, it's got multiple uh, syllables. And I remember seeing before, so I went to this law school to meet with him and he was still in class, but I saw this girl in this law school library. And so between me and her were these big old law school tables. There were probably five or six of them in between us. And miraculously, no one was sitting in between us, blocking each other's view. Mm-hmm. And she was facing me. I'm facing her. And it was like the, 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 the gods in heaven, right? The Heavenly Father said, you two are going to meet this way. And I was staring at her. And I thought she was absolutely beautiful. And it was kind of like it was like the first time I actually was attracted to an Asian woman, believe it or not, oh, right? Okay. And I looked, I was like, wow, she's really pretty. And then, of course, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm staring at her, and and women have this uh, additional sixth sense, you know, they yeah. call or the seventh sense, and they know when someone is staring at them, (laughs) exactly, and they're being violated in different ways, right? Uh, And I'm I'm literally staring at her, and so what ended up happening is, she had her head down, reading her law school books and I was staring at her and when she started to put her head up to check out her environment or surroundings I would put my head down pretending like I'm looking at my law school books Mm -hmm. and then when she put her head down I kind of did this little thing and we had this like teeter-totter kind of thing and of course her six cents you know uh, kicked in or seven cents and she did a double take and she pretended she was going to go down she did down up and she caught me (laughs) (laughs) red-handed staring at her and and I was like, ah, oh, like, what do I do? And I, I sat there, and as I stared at her, I had no idea what to do, but my inside voice said to me, John, smile. Just smile at her, she, you got her attention now, smile. But I was so scared, I've never been so scared, I was like so nervous, that I had this, you know, I had to get every muscle in my face, right, to lift up my, my lips and just go, You know, and I started smiling. She smiled back, and uh, my inside voice said, get up over there, get up like a man, go over there and get her phone number right now. And even though I was terrified, and I had all this fear, right? And as you said, fear is the acronym of? False heaven is appearing real. But you said it's feeling Feeling excited excited and ready. Ready. So I was, what, excited and ready, and I walked over to her, and I said, hi, (laughs) and she says, hi, I said, I'm John, and we started developing a relationship, and then from that point on, uh, we fell uh, in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, three months later, we dated for three months. Yeah. Six months later, we uh, we were getting married. Wow. You know, and, wow. and when you, you know, deal. yeah, when you know, you, you know. Yeah. And it was amazing how many people, even in our own marriage, how many people said, it's mm-hmm. not going to work out. Are mm-hmm. you sure about this? You know, you better like just no. date for a little bit while. And it's amazing how many people just ran on your parade. Yeah. Right. And even my friends, because I was one of, mm-hmm eight friends in a group and I was the first guy to get married. Oh. And of course, all the friends are saying, oh, are you sure about this? I don't yeah. think so, John. You know, I think you're going to get a divorce, you yeah. know, faster than all of us. And and it's crazy that here we are 24, 25 years later. Incredible. And uh, we've been married and we've never had a fight. And Incredible. And four kids later, I mean... Just living this blessed life.
1: Awesome. So yeah. one of my big takeaways from that is that when you, and that, when you get that moment, when that, when that moment hits you and you see something you want, you just know it from the inside out, go after what you want. Absolutely. Go after what you want.
2: Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's like, um, you know, it's when your fears mm-hmm. are bigger than your dreams, mm. then nothing's going to happen for you. But when your dreams are bigger than your fears... Then you're going to go and do whatever you got to do and so my dream when i saw her i knew that she was gonna be my wife wow even though i had i just kind of felt it i sensed it and and so even though i was terrified to approach her I did it anyway because my dreams were bigger than my fears. All right. You know, and it's just like a lot of people, you know, in business, you see somebody and you're going, well, what if I approach them and they're not interested and they tell me to get lost and they reject me and I'm like, you know what? You're going to let that what if stop you from achieving your dreams? Are you kidding me? Go and approach them because what if you look at it and they're sitting there going... They're, insi- they're saying to themselves, I wish somebody would hire me to be their business partner. Yeah. I wish somebody would give me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody would help me become successful. Mm-hmm. And you've got the tools and you don't want to approach that person. Yeah. You right. know, wow! Like, shame on you! Yeah. Right. You've got it. I mean, you've got everything. You know, and you have a business. You've got the models. You've got systems in place. <laughs> and when somebody, when a company has that, you know, there's one of the reasons why I like network marketing. You know, people say they, people say I don't like network marketing. Well, that's because you suck at it, right? It's because you're not making any money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know what? If you're pay, if you were making a million dollars a year, you would love network marketing, right? <laughs> Suddenly Amen. you love it. Oh, I, you know, I I love it now right? because you're making money. Yeah. Right. And and. And the reason why I like network marketing is because, uh, number one, there's infrastructure there. Okay. There are systems in place. And we all know what the acronym for systems are, right? Okay. Save yourself time, energy, and money. And, and why would you want to go recreate something? I mean, my goodness. Right. I mean, like yourself, I mean, you know, you've been involved in different businesses and why would I want to go follow someone else's system or create a system when I would say, hey, let me just follow Dr. James. Right. And mm-hmm. tell, and, and just be coachable. And then I'll end up do exactly what you did. Exactly. Right? And, and I'll get to probably the same destination. I want to avoid the minefields you yeah. know, on a minefield. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. if I see the footprints that get you from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not going to go and reinvent my own footprints in the stand and, and blow myself up. I'm yeah. going to follow your footsteps <laughs> yes. to get to the other side. I mean, it's just so common sense to me. Yeah. Well,
1: we're going to take a short break. We're going to come right back with the incredible Dr. John Shin. You've just been promoted, Woo-hoo! my friend. because The wisdom you're going to impart when we come back is going to be absolutely incredible. So let's take a short break. Come right back with Mr. John Shin.
3: at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. And get ready to soar. Our life takes a series of unexpected detours as we move along our journey. We can choose to accept these detours as something negative or we can choose to create a learning experience where we can turn a tragedy or unexpected turn in life into something that can help others. To learn more, tune in to Embrace the Unexpected with host Bernadette Butler. In the program, you'll learn how she and others were able to turn setbacks into positives. Listen live Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at com. Again, that's JD at JamesDendleyShow.com. Now, back to the show.
1: John, okay, you're the executive producer for Think and Grow Rich, the movie. Yes. You're going on a tour, 15 countries, 15 cities, all over the world, yes. spreading a message of not just hope and inspiration, but education. Not just getting people hyped up, But so people can actually learn to stop and learn exactly what you need to do. Yes. And identify and get clarity on what you really want to achieve. And then the system will get you there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, can you share with our audience, what are some of the keys to becoming successful in business?
2: That's Mm -hmm. so many factors to becoming successful. And one of them to become successful is, as Napoleon Hill talks about in chapter one, he says that the starting point of all achievement is to have a... Burning, burning desire. desire. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a desire, but it's got to be burning. I mean, yeah. it's got to just fuel you that burning desire is such an important ingredient in yeah. success. Yeah. Right? Uh, number two is people need to have their GPS identified. Okay, a GPS, right? So if you want to go play, if you're in your car, you want to get to a destination, you need a GPS. You follow some some sort of navigation system. For me, the the letters GPS in business really stands for your goals, right, which is what G is. P is your plans. Right. And S is your schedule. So your goals is what is it that you want? What is Mm -hmm. it that what is your outcome? Right. And then uh, P are your plans. That's your how. How are you going to get it done? Mm -hmm. And uh, S is your schedule. And again, if you want to know what your, your, your plans are, the best plan, you can have a plan, but then you need to act. Yes. on your plans, right? Yes. And uh, to take action. Everybody's got all these ideas, but they don't take action. No. And so it's critical to act and the letters A C T, right? Act is an acronym itself. Okay. And what A stands for is appropriate action, right? You got they have to be appropriate. And so what I mean by appropriate is somebody says, I'm gonna lose 25 pounds, that's my New Year's resolution. Great, that's your goal, but we're gonna act on it. Okay, so what's your plan? Okay, I'm gonna lose 25 pounds. Okay, how, okay, and, and so, uh, when we say appropriate, you gotta start eating right, you gotta yeah. exercise right, you gotta drink lots of water, you gotta get plenty of rest. Mm-hmm. But now here's a guy at the Cheesecake Factory having a <laughs> having a, a chicken Alfredo with extra Alfredo sauce, <laughs> Tex-Mex egg rolls, <laughs> I'll take a double Ghirardelli chocolate, oh by the way, can you add some extra Nutella on it, and oh, and I wanna be healthy, can you put some sliced bananas on it? Right, and then they get on a scale and like, I don't lose any weight, mm-hmm. these, are the, these are the genes I have, man, it's just the way I'm born. My life is just, I'm always mm-hmm. supposed to be fat and obese. No, mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to be fat and obese or anything, mm-hmm. right? It's just that your thoughts and your congruent aren't appropriate. Mm-hmm. That's A, okay. right? Uh, C is consistency, mm-hmm. right? Love you got to be consistent. You yeah. know, studies show that how a child is raised from day, the day they're born at zero mm-hmm. to the first seven years are the most critical time for a child's uh, upbringing. Okay, well, so then you grew up in an Mm -hmm. abused family, right? Whether you've been physically abused, Mm -hmm. verbally abused, they're all awful, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Things for people to experience. So then you go, oh, does that mean I'm just set up to become a loser for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. Well, the good news is, is that you can become reprogrammed. And you can be reprogrammed, and how you get that reprogramming done is through something called repetition. Mm. And repetition comes from what? Consistency. Consistency. Doing it over and over yeah. and over and over, right? Yeah. You and I have prospected so many people that it's in our muscle memory, That we, it's in our genes. We mm. have to what? We have, have to prospect. To I mean, yeah. there's just, it's, it's ingrained in us because we yes. do it so much, mm-hmm. right? We do sales. Again, when someone says, well, I don't like sales. I don't, well, you have to embrace sales because everything is at sales, everything. A successful doctor, sales. Uh, lawyers, sales, right? Everything is sales. When, um, when I closed my, when I, when I asked my wife to marry me, mm-hmm. I mean, I got <laughs> down on my knees mm-hmm. and I closed her, yeah. right? Because uh, I asked her, I said, honey, would you like to marry me on August 13th? or August 20th? What day works for you? And she said, well, I'm busy on August 20th. I said, well then August 13th it yeah. is. Let's hook it up, right? So I closed her, right? Yeah. And so, I, it's like everything that comes down to sales. You know, I'm all about, People learning how how sales works, the techniques, the mm-hmm. psychology, because everything at the end of the day is sales. So
1: right, before we go to T, you got yep. A, C, AC, yep. appropriate action. Yep. And then C was consistency, because you are you, your life is your are your rituals. That's right. They're the rituals you create in your life. Yep. And T, tenacious. Ugh. Right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Sorry. you know,
2: you have to be tenacious mm-hmm. on your daily activities and mm-hmm. what you're doing. And so, if you can. Find your GPS, and then act on your GPS, and then you've got somebody who will hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. And that's why you need to have a coach. You need to have somebody who's gonna hold you accountable to your goals, because it's Mm -hmm. so easy to be distracted, yeah, so easy, because there's so many things happening in our life. Mm-hmm. And that's why that coach, I mean, even for me, like I'm trying to get fit. I want to lose, like right now, I think uh, my body fat was like 24% or 20, mm-hmm. no, it's 23%. I don't want to put mm-hmm. more fat on me than I needed to. I'm at 23% and I'd like to go down and get myself lean. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily lose more weight, I want to get lean, mm-hmm. and so I'd like to go down to fifteen percent. Okay. Right, so I got to lose eight percent body fat. Right, right? so I, w- I try to wake up early in the morning, mm-hmm. right, and and go running. Okay. Guess what? It didn't happen mm-hmm. because you know what? I just wanted to. I want to. I want to stay in bed. I want to cuddle with my right. wife. Right, mm-hmm. but I had a guy who came over here who is my coach Uh and he's waiting for me at the bottom of the staircase with a with a a, a, a scale measuring my body fat my weight that day and my Mm -hmm. water retention and based on that he would go out there and beat me up for the rest of the uh, uh, afternoon on how (laughs) I worked out and he would hold me accountable every single day Mm -hmm. okay and so we say you have to inspect what you expect right and so I'm glad that he's there to inspect what our expectations are. So. Wow,
1: wow, It's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we were talking about um, this tour, Think yes. and Grow Rich. Yes. Now, first of all, tell us how did you get involved with uh, How did you come up with the idea to even want to create the book Think and Grow Rich for Asians? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Napoleon Hill's been a mentor for, for people all around the world. I mean, he's one of the, I think it's maybe the second or third most purchased book in the world. Uh huh. Um, most people don't read it all, but okay, they, the book's out there. And um, through those philosophies, and I know he got those from other people as well, but then we're carrying this mantle, and here you are carrying a torch. What made you want to write the book, Thing and Grow Rich Asians, and why did you want to produce the movie?
2: Mm. Wow, there's several questions there. Um, so let's talk about the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, First of all, the original book was started to be, was begin the writing, uh, Napoleon Hill started writing the book in 1908, oh, yeah. finally got published in 1937. Mm-hmm. Since 1937, the book has sold 160 million copies around the world. In the, in the 1990s, uh, uh, a guy by the name of Dr. Dennis Kimbrough wrote a mm-hmm. book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, a guy by the name of Lionel Soso wrote Think and Grow Rich, A Latino Choice. Mm-hmm. And then came the 2000s, mm-hmm. and an incredible lady, a dear friend of yes. mine, her name is Sharon Thank Lecter, you. who uh, co-authored all the Rich Dad Poor Dad books. She wrote a book called Outwitting the Devil, and, mm-hmm. and she wrote Think and Grow Rich for Women. Yes. And so, I, I you know, Amazon mm-hmm. is the master, right, of, of not only selling, okay, but cross-selling, mm-hmm. right, and yes. suggestive selling. Yes. Because they'll say, people who bought this also bought this and you're like click 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 right? Right, right and of course we're like little kids we love coming home and see that little package of a box or something we're opening it up right, like you right. know like every day's a a holiday every day is yeah. like christmas and so i sat there and i bought dr dennis kimbrough's book i brought mm-hmm. i bought sharon Lecter's book i mm-hmm. bought um lionel's book and of course you know i bought all the different versions of napoleon hill's book mm-hmm. and it was interesting that there was no asian choice okay right i looked up chinese i looked up Korean choice, Japanese choice, there's nothing. So I'm thinking to myself, wow, so how is that not possible? You know, I mean, there's 1.5 billion people that are of Asian descent on this planet, someone must have called. And I said, and I'm looking and no one has done it. So I turned to my wife and I said, guess what? I don't think there's a book, I'm gonna become the author of Think Mm -hmm. and Grow Rich, an Asian choice. She said, you think so? Mm -hmm. I said, honey, and I, and, and, and I want people to understand that you have to act without fear. That's right. Act without fear. What if I called up the foundation and they said, no, you know, I got rejected. Well, then guess what? I'm right back where I said, no, I, 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 I've never heard of anybody dying <laughs> because they were rejected. Yes. Okay. So uh, I called up Don Green and I talked to Don uh, briefly on the phone and he says, John, and I said, uh, I would love to have the rights and I would be honored if I could be the author of Thinking Grow Rich and Asian Choice. Mm-hmm. And we had a discussion about it on the phone and literally about three days later, he emailed me the contract and that's how I became the author of wow. Thinking Grow Rich and Asian Choice. Wow. And and I want I want to empower people, listen to me, just ask and, and the problem is that some of you are so independent. Like, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it myself. Why do you want to do it by yourself? There's no self-made millionaire. Every millionaire got to where they are because they surrounded themselves with a lot of people. Ask. Even in the scriptures, right? The Heavenly Father, right? In the scriptures, it says, ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. And so, you ask, Mm -hmm. and I asked, and I was granted the rights. And so... I did, the, I did, wrote the book. The book is coming out, uh, amazing. Uh, I learned, you know, just when I thought I knew it all, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get to a level, your head gets big, your ego, and you're like, oh, I know everything. Mm-hmm. And I go through this interview, and I, I learned, I think, I wrote that book almost for myself. Wow. Because what I learned, and what I discovered, and what I didn't know, and they say that what you learn after mm-hmm. you think you know it all, Yeah. will make all the difference. Wow. Okay.
1: Wow. And so hey, that's deep.
2: Yeah. And so let me just mm. tell you, you're either learning or you're dying, dying. Right. And so I am constant. I am not a know-it-all. Right. I, I, I'm going to tell everybody like people come to me and they go, Johnny, you know, everything. I'm like, please, <laughs> please don't. I mean, I, I, I am just beginning. I am still a baby in the business. Right. And I'm still learning every single day, you know, and I learn. And every person that I come into that I meet every day, I know that there's something I'm gonna learn from this person,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Some sort of a lesson, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. And then, wow. Uh, and, then, uh, and then you asked about the movie. About the movie. So, uh, so in 1998, I started a business boot camp, and it was, a, it was a program where I would teach people and train people about starting a business and taking their business from A to Z. No hype, right? You can't hype people to success, okay? So I said, there's no hype. It's just solid, constant meat and potatoes. And everybody said, oh, John, that's not going to work, you know, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Again, everybody ran on break. I ignored what people said to me. I did what my gut told me to do, Mm -hmm. right? And I went after it. And then I started this program mm-hmm. and it's called the Inner Circle Brew And Everybody's like, where okay. did you get the word inner circle from? I didn't make it up. I borrowed it from Napoleon Hill because he says that you got to have an inner circle mm-hmm. and Napoleon Hill was creating and talking about creating a mastermind right. before all the modern day masterminds are. out. There's modern, everybody's got a mastermind. Around. Where do you think everybody got it from? <laughs> right? They got it from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And so... I would teach this boot camp and use Thinking Grow Rich as my textbook, okay. and I started teaching it. And there were two things that I wanted to teach people. Number one, I wanted to teach people about business concepts and principles. Number two is I wanted to teach people about character building, mm-hmm. right? Unfortunately, when I was growing up, well, fortunately mm-hmm. for me when I was growing up, uh, we had Brady Bunch. Yeah, we had Laverne and Shirley. We had the Jeffersons, Mm -hmm. we had Happy Days, we had Leave it to Beaver, right? And we had all these different television shows that taught us about life lessons, about character building, about the word respect, the word honor, Mm -hmm. the word integrity, you know, things like that. And in this day and age, unfortunately, the younger generation and the young adults today, they don't have those TV shows. You know, and, and, and I've always said TFA, TFA, TFA. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that stand for? TFA basically means, what are you thinking about? What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. You know, what are your thoughts? And that's what Napoleon Hill's talking about, is your thinking. What are your thoughts? And, and whatever you think about, whatever your, 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 mm-hmm. uh, your what's going on up here, here, these six inches, yeah. will affect the way we feel. Yep. And then, of course, the way we feel will affect the way we act. And then, of course, the way we act will determine the actual results. So if your thinking is all screwed up over here mm-hmm. and you're thinking violence, shootings, killings, weapons and you know, things like that. What, well, what do you want to do? You start to feel like that's what I want to do.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. And then you act on it and look what happens and look at the world we're living in today. Oh. But what if you just closed yourself out, tune all that stuff mm-hmm. out put blinders in front of you, yeah. go blind, yeah. and, and, and put other positive things into your heads, mm-hmm. like helping people, yeah. you know, lifting people up, encouraging people, empowering people, loving people, respecting people, you know, Mm. then guess what? Man, you just feel like a million dollars. It always feels so much better when you help other people. Yes, You know, it's just so rewarding. And and science, even science has shown all the different hormones we've got, Mm -hmm. right? That when you help people, we release those hormones into our Mm -hmm. body, and that becomes an addiction. And then you want to help more people. Yes, You
1: know, in a positive way. Yeah, I I totally agree, John. You know, I've always believed that we don't live independently from each other. That's right. We are connected, and there's nothing more powerful than the power of the human connection. My wife, we had a conversation this morning really about... um, just the, the human experience is really tapped into love. Mm-hmm. Because when you put the blindfold on, then the prejudice goes away. That's right. All it is is, is what's in reality. Then you're back the spirit, to spirit. You feel your way through. Mm-hmm. There's people, many people without sight mm-hmm. that tremendous vision. They still create. It's so amazing how much clearer we see when we put the blinders on.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so true.
1: Because then you have to go and explore everything that's inside of you, the God inside. That's right. That's powerful. Amen, it is. We're going to take another quick break. All right.
2: live up to your fullest potential
0: this is the voice america empowerment channel
3: do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded, competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious faith for your business, with host Dawn Jordan Jones, will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious faith for your business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice. America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klagel. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program, where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose, live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to jd at the thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's jd at the Show.com. Now, back to the show.
1: We've been deep-sea diving, and we're going to ski a little bit right now. All right. Because I want to just, uh, what Spencer Johnson said, who moved my cheese? Okay. I want to move the cheese a little bit. Okay. I have a question for you. What's the funniest experience you've had in your speaking career? Share <laughs> one or two stories with us.
2: Ooh, gosh. Okay, so one of my um, stories. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to take a long story and try to consolidate it pretty okay. short. But I was actually speaking in front of a large audience. There was mm-hmm. 500 people in the room, and uh, and and. This uh, guy comes up, to, uh, during the movie. Or, or, I'm sorry. During my uh, my my talk, mm-hmm. I said I love what I do, but this wasn't my dream. My dream is to become an actor. I want to be the Asian version of Tom Cruise. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I mean, I I love Tom Cruise. This guy is so entertaining. Oh, I wow. think he's an amazing actor, super talented, mm-hmm. and I just what an incredible guy. And I said I want I want to be like I want to be the Asian version of Tom Cruise. And uh, so afterwards, this guy comes up to me and he says, John, he says, uh, his name is Dr. Marshank. Mm-hmm. And Marshank says, you know, John, he goes, is that something that you really want to do? Yeah. And I was a little bit terrified because it was actually one of my clients and I didn't want him to leave me mm-hmm. thinking that I'm going to distract it and go and do something else and not, you know, really manage his, his, his money and his portfolio, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I said, uh, why do you ask? And he says, uh, he says, uh, he says, uh, because, um, I know somebody who can help you, and I said they can help me. He said yes, and I said who is it? He says it's a guy named John Voight. Okay. I go John Voight, and he says yeah. Oh. He goes I goes that somebody named John Voight, or is that <laughs> the John um, Voight Academy Award-winning you know amazing actor John Voight? Oh. He says yeah, it's the John Voight. And I said. Oh my God, how do you know him? He's like, he's my best friend. I said, well, let's do it. Let's look let's it up. So he immediately calls me a day later and mm-hmm. he says, John, the meeting was, the event was on Tuesday night. Wednesday he calls me, he goes, John, I talked to John Voigt. Mm-hmm. He says he'd love to have dinner with us on Thursday night and we're gonna meet at Spago's in Beverly Hills. Okay. Oh my God, this is incredible. We show up. And my wife now has got a new dress. She's all, what, like looking good. We're headed down there. And just as we're about to, about two, three minutes away, I get a phone call from an unknown number. I pick it up. I'm like, hello? And it's John Voight himself. Wow. And John Voight says, he says, John, he says, listen, he says, "Uh, I made a mistake. And uh, I, I booked two dinners on the same night. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, gosh, he's going to cancel this meeting. And I'm like, oh, I'm like so mad. <laughs> and you know what he says to me? He says, John, would you mind if we just put the two groups together? Okay. I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know. And so we get together and, uh, and apparently they, you know, um, we're, we finally get to the restaurant. We walk in and get our table still getting set up. And we walk in and we sit down. We're the first ones there few minutes later I see Dr. Marshank walking down with his family and mm-hmm. I see John Voigt and then I see Sidney Portier wow. walking in with his you know date or the person for mm-hmm. the night and then I see uh, uh, Virginia Matson mm-hmm. right and then I see uh, Forrest Whitaker wow. and I'm like, what like all these people are coming <laughs> in like they're all walking in a line and then they come in and they come and sit at our table.
1: You gotta be kidding
2: me. I know. It's like <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, whoa, right? And so I got Sydney Portier who's sitting next to my wife, John Voigt <laughs> on my side, Forrest Whitaker. I mean we're all sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe it. they were having an Oscar uh reunion wow. for their, their group. So we're sitting there, we're having a great old time and I finally you know had to go to the restroom. I get up I go to the restroom mm-hmm. and as I'm coming back right a lady stops me. She says, Excuse me. She says, Would you mind if we get a picture with you? So I'm thinking to myself, It's like one of my associates. They want a picture of the CEO. And I'm, I'm like, Yeah. And then a lady jumps out of the booth. She's like, Me too. Me too. And we're all taking these photos. I'm like posing. And I could see uh, my table and everybody's looking at me, you know. And, and then the, the, another lady comes over and she starts, you know, she, they all look at me and they go, Jackie. We love your movies, <laughs> and I was like, Jackie, what? Like, I, they thought I was Jackie Chan. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> so I go back to the table. And everybody's like, "What's all that about?" And I'm like, I tell them the same story, okay. and they're like, "What?" And they all started laughing, wow. and it just—it was just crazy that here I thought, you know, I'm here, I, I'm John Shin, and mm-hmm. everybody associated with, associated me with Jackie Chan, you know. Yeah. But it was—it was it an was interesting. Uh, evening and it was just funny we had a good time yeah yeah
1: that you know i think it's so important to laugh yes to have a good time laugh at yourself as well now i got you have to tell the story because, I mean, this story is so absolutely incredible. I think about it, it just makes me laugh every time it crosses my mind. Mm-hmm. But it's a lesson in this story mm-hmm. about the young lady yeah. who had to open up the can. Oh, okay. Uh, and you come, you, it's your story, you tell <laughs> yeah, it.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, in my book, Thinking Grow Rich, mm-hmm. I, um, there's a girl that I interview, and mm-hmm. her name is Jessica Cox, who is also gonna be going on my world tour with me. And Jessica, Uh, amazing woman uh, Filipino descent and then she was born with absolutely no arms and you know they did all these studies they can't figure out why she was born with no arms that is just the way that the the Heavenly Father created her okay no no arms and you know she could have been very negative in life very pessimistic and that. but she said you know what she goes out there and with no arms I'm interviewing her. She's like a four-time national Taekwondo champion. Wow. She's driven a NASCAR. She surfs. She Mm. scuba dives. I mean, there's nothing that she doesn't do. Wow. And while I'm interviewing her, she sits there. And by the way, she's the first person on the face of this planet that has ever received a pilot's license. She can fly a plane with no arms. Wow. So we're sitting there, and I'm interviewing her, and she says, do you mind if I can get a drink, a soda or something? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told one of my guys, you know, go get her a soda. So they go, they come back, they put a soda down, and they put it. the guy brings it back and puts a can right in front of her. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you rude. It's uh, like, how do you go put a can of Coke in front of somebody who's got no arms? Wow. So I, you know, she goes, I go, her, let me get that for you. And she says, I got it. I got mm. it. And I was like, like, I got it? Now, her husband was in the room. So I thought at that moment, the husband was going to run over to the table and crack it open for her. He doesn't. He just sits there. And he's just sitting there. And I was like, and, but she says she's going to open up the can of Coke. Wow. Okay. And all of a sudden, her leg comes out from underneath the table. It comes up like this. And then the other leg comes up from underneath the table. She grabs the Coke with her feet. She brings it in. Somehow or another, she takes her toe, puts it underneath the bottom of the lip. There's a little little gap underneath the can. She puts it underneath there. And then her toes come over, takes the little tab, and cracks it open. Then she takes it, picks it up with her two feet, and she drinks her can of Coke and puts it down. But she did that flawlessly as if you or I would just take a can of Coke mm-hmm. and just open it like, you know, whoosh. Wow. Right? Wow. That's how flawless she did it. Wow! And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm a pretty competitive guy. You know what? I, I thought to myself, man, if she could do that, <laughs> I came home that night. I put a can <laughs> of Coke in front of me, sat in the, in the, in the dining room or the, the, the kitchen table, and I looked at that Coke and I said, you know what? I'm gonna open you up with my toes. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there and I tried to, first thing I did is I, I tried to pull my leg up like this and I'm like, <laughs> And As I got my, my foot up on the table, my back started cramping up, my hips started cramping up mm-hmm. and I was, I was in so much pain and i and and my kids are coming i was like dad what are you doing with your feet up on the table get your feet off the table and i'm like i'm trying to open up this can of coke but get my leg off the table and so i'm trying to get my legs off the table and i thought to myself wow (laughs) i love jessica cox i mean she is truly Mm -hmm. An inspiration because most people won't do one-tenth of the things that she has done in life Mm. and yet they have both their arms and they have all their legs and they have whatever it takes and yet they don't go and do anything yet Jessica has done so much Mm. and served so many people it's amazing that this girl truly is unstoppable and she is the epitome of an inspiration you know and uh, yeah but what I mean what an incredible lady
1: so. Yeah, and you know, so uh, the great thing I, I caught, there's so much, it's so rich, the entire story about mm-hmm. what's possible and what you can do because we have so many self-imposed limitations. That's right. Uh, and our life just hold us back That's before right. we can start. But uh, she's going to be on a tour. She's going on a tour, though. So I want to just shift over to talking about that tour. Yes. And what's going to happen on that tour and I want to invite each and every one of you to join us in all the cities that we're going to be going to and all the countries and invite other people as well because when we're done with the show today, I'm going to offer you a very special gift and that's just going to be the beginning of the beginning to move you towards working with this incredible man, and this incredible team. But right now, let's talk about that tour and what's going to happen? What can people expect? Tell us about
2: it. Yeah, I mean, this tour is, and again, I I, I don't mean to offend anybody that runs events or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but in this day and age, I just I wanna I wanna caution people, be careful mm-hmm. where you go and invest your money, because it seems that a lot of these events that people go to these this day and age, there isn't a whole lot of content. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of raw raw, and a lot of hype with a, not a whole lot of substance. Yeah. And what I would like to do, number one, is I want to teach people all the principles from A to Z on how to have a thriving business. And that means everything from closing techniques, mm-hmm. uh, presentation skills, just uh, everything on handling objections, uh, how to brand yourself, okay, uh, social media, and how you can use social media to help your business grow. Uh, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is, uh, I want to teach people about how to raise their organization up to the level they want it. Uh, w- when you're recruiting people, what do you look for? You know, so you're getting the right kinds of people on your team, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're out there recruiting a bunch of zero ones and twos, you know, on a, on a, on a zero to ten scale of people, then you get frustrated with your business, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it, But I want to go recruit the eight, nines, and tens. Yeah. Well, how do you find those eight, nines, or tens, right? Mm-hmm. Or or if you do find the zero, ones, and twos, how do you help them grow to become an eight, nine, or ten? Okay. And so all these little things that we're going to be, not little, but big mm-hmm. things that will change your business model. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to bring in anywhere between 10 to 15 speakers. and industry experts Uh, we're going to teach people about intellectual property and how to trademark and copyright and setting up corporations and entities and uh, we'll have some people coming in and talking about ways to raise capital for their business so they can have capital to fund their company and their and their and their dreams so it's going to it's going to be an incredible event and a lot of the people I interviewed for my book will also be attending this mm-hmm. event because it's interesting that Napoleon Hill spent 25 years of his life interviewing some of the biggest uh, success stories in American business from the early 1900s. And, you know, hundred years later, as I'm interviewing a lot of these people and for my book, many of them read the book, many of them did not read the book. Mm-hmm. And, when, and it's interesting that the ones that didn't read it, when I asked them, what do you attribute your success to? that the 13 principles that Napoleon Hill talks about in his book were the same common denominators that these people had Mm -hmm. and they said attributed to their success. Wow! And so there's, so we know that this principle, the 13 principles are real. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, phony things. It's not all rhetoric. It's real stuff that people have to master. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna focus in on those 13 principles too, you know?
1: Absolutely. Well, it's going to be, and you know what? The other thing about the tour is that it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot yes. of live entertainment's going well, to be like, there. So exactly. it's going to be an experience, yes. which is all a part of really learning, to exactly. really anchoring in those points so you create triggers in your system, in your nervous system. So when you, when you want to go for it to achieve anything in your life, then you can click, a, like you can go to a point, I call it click. Yes. But at a point, of click, and you just operate. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here from Mr. John Shin. And I tell you, you know, I want to be a part of this tour in many of these cities. And I want to offer each and every one of you, under the sound of my voice, a free gift because we're going to offer you a webinar. And this webinar, we used to sell this webinar for $997, but all of you guys are going to get it for free. I'm going to ask Mr. Shin if he come back once again, and he's going to give you a special offer as well to be able to be a part of that tour. And this coming to a city near you, you. Now lean forward, I want you to listen to me. I want you to be sure that you go to our website. The jamesnitleyshow.com is gonna be up on Monday morning, and I want you to get registered for that, Right, and say yes, the answer is yes, yes, say yes, that you're going to be a part of that webinar. You're gonna hear from John Shins, some other incredible, incredible speakers, thought leaders, and humanitarians, and we're gonna talk about how you can participate, and be a part of this groundbreaking, life-changing tour. Yes, John, well I want to set. thank you so much, thank sir. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. Super honor. Yes, sir. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us here at the James Dentley Show, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.